Hi, everybody. This is Jimmy DeYoung. Thank you for taking a moment to take a look at the book with us. Go to the book of Daniel with me, if you will. Chapter 10 is where we're going to be studying from in this session together. So glad that you could join us. We're going to look at an invasion from outer space. We'll connect this with the fifth trumpet judgment found in Revelation chapter 9. This is an interesting subject. Daniel covers this subject, and it's all covered in a five-hour audio series on CD that I have available entitled The Daniel Papers. This is number four in that study, Invasion from Outer Space. Let's study the Word of God together, and I'll be right back to tell you how you can get your own copy of this five-hour audio series on CD entitled The Daniel Papers. Now, let's study about an invasion from outer space. He now starts to unfold a calendar for the Jewish world. He gives us the formula, a special plan for a special people in a special place, the plan, 490 years period of time, a gap after 483 years when Messiah is cut off, indicating that at the end of 483 years the Messiah had to be here. Then a seven-year period of time called the tribulation period. You might remember, and I'll just... Uh, put this up slightly here to, to help us just again to, to think through these three main events in God's calendar of activities. The rapture of the church, the seven-year tribulation period, the revelation of Jesus Christ, the thousand-year millennial kingdom, and the great white throne judgment. And I say this, it's a simple little teaching technique, I hope. I say it for you to get a timeline. This is a skeleton, eschatologically, of what's going to happen in the end times. And I give you this for the purpose of getting it into your mind. And I give it so many times because repetition is the best way to teach. And I want to get this into your mind so that when you start to think of events, you'll be able to use this skeleton to put the meat on them as we teach through the Word of God. So that timeline is in, in Daniel chapter 9 and verse 24. It's laid out the last seven years of the 490, the tribulation period, the time of Jacob's trouble, according to uh, Jeremiah chapter 30, verse 7. And so it is that we see eschatologically what's going to happen. Daniel is going to receive one more message from a heavenly visitor who is going to relate to him further information, now more detailed information even of what is going to happen over that 490-year period of time and into the seven years in particular. In chapters 10, 11, and 12, that message is given. In chapter 10, we see that Daniel is concerned, concerned enough that he, as a man of prayer, and remember I reported to you, all the prophets that I have studied, the major and the minor prophets, every single one of them were men of prayer. And prophecy being practical drove them to prayer. So that's exactly what Daniel is doing here in the first part of chapter 10. In fact, so much so that he desires information. He fasts for three weeks, 21 days, he goes in sackcloth and ashes. He doesn't take a bath. He doesn't do, put on any new clothes. Not that he's uh, wanting to be dirty, but he simply wants to humble himself before the Lord. He wants an answer. He wants to see what is going to happen. And Daniel chapter 10 is then going to reveal to us that God dispatches a heavenly visitor. Interesting who the visitor is, in my opinion. 
Verse 5, Then I lifted up mine eyes and looked, and behold, a certain man clothed in linen, whose loins were girded with fine gold of Uphaz. And his body also was like the barrel, and his face as the appearance of lightning, and his eyes as the lamps of fire, and his arms and his feet like the color of polished brass, and the voice of his words like the voice of a multitude. Now, keep that thought in mind, and go back to Revelation chapter 1 just for a second. Revelation chapter 1. John the Revelator sees the person of Jesus Christ in, John, in Revelation chapter 1. As he turns there on the Isle of Patmos, and by the way, I've been to the Isle of Patmos. What an interesting experience that was. If you've never been there, we can take you on video. Uh, the land of the seven churches, we go to all the seven churches of Revelation chapters 2 and 3. And in Revelation 2 and 3, the message to the seven churches is given to John on the Isle of Patmos. So we start on the Isle of Patmos. But as John on the Isle of Patmos turns around... He said, verse 12, And I turned to see the voice that spake with me, and being turned, I saw seven golden candlesticks. And in the midst of the seven candlesticks, one like unto the Son of Man, clothed with a garment down to the foot, and girded about the paps with a golden girdle. Thinking about what we've just read in Daniel chapter 10. Continuing on. His head and his hairs were white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes were as a flame of fire, lamps of fire. Chapter 10 of Daniel. And his feet like unto fine brass as if they had been burned in the furnace. Exactly what he was talking about over in chapter 10 of Daniel. And his voice is the sound of many waters. Now go back to Daniel chapter 10. I believe that that last heavenly visitor with the last prophetic message to Daniel was the person of Jesus Christ. A pre-incarnate appearance of Jesus Christ. I don't know if you're aware of this or not, but Jesus Christ is throughout the entire Old Testament. And in fact, he appeared to Abraham. That's how Abraham got saved, I believe. He appeared to Abraham. He appeared to Moses. He appeared and wrestled with Jacob. He appeared to Ezekiel. He appeared, I believe, to Daniel. You can teach Jesus to a Jew from the Old Testament throughout. In fact... You can narrow it down. It says Moses stood face to face with God. And then a couple of verses later it says, and no man can see God face to face and live. John chapter 1 says, no man can see God and live. He had to see the person of Jesus Christ. And so Jesus is throughout the entire Old Testament, not only coming into the New Testament, pre-incarnate appearances of Jesus Christ. And I believe in chapter 10 of the book of Daniel, it is Jesus Christ that is being described here, this heavenly visitor that comes. Now in just a moment, we're going to see that he was kept back for a three-week period of time, the 21 days while Daniel was praying. He was kept from getting to Daniel. And And we're going to find out that it was an evil angel that restrained him. And you say, well, wait a minute. If this was Jesus Christ, that develops a problem for us. Why would he, how could an angel, just an evil angel, stop him from coming? How could men nail him to a tree? Unless he wanted them to and had a purpose. How could the devil have tempted him after 40 days in the wilderness? 
unless he had allowed it to happen. How could they have come into the Garden of Gethsemane and taken him, bound him, and put him in front of six mock trials had he not allowed them to do it? I submit Jesus would have allowed it for a purpose to teach Daniel something here. Thank you very much for joining us as we've taken a look at the book and focused on Daniel chapter 10 along with Revelation chapter 9. What an interesting thought. Satan himself dispatching evil angels to come to this earth and take on all forms of life and matter, even unidentified flying objects. Well, I hope this study has been interesting to you. Take heed to the warning contained in the study. If you would like to have your own copy of the Daniel Papers, this five-hour audio series on CD, you can call our toll-free number 877-674-3298, or you can go to our website, prophecytoday.com, go to our shopping mall, and there you can make your order. The title is The Daniel Papers, and this is available on five hours of audio study on CD. The Daniel Papers, again, the title of the study. That phone number, 877-674-3298. It's a toll-free number from across America, so feel free to call and make your order or go to the website, prophecytoday.com, and you can order that way as well. By the way, this study is absolute evidence that we are quickly approaching the time of the return of Jesus Christ. Now, that's his second coming back to the earth. But remember, seven years before that, the rapture, when he shouts, the archangel shouts, trouble God sounds, and we're caught up to be with him in the air forevermore. And that could happen at any moment. Having said that, there's basically nothing left for me to say, except let's keep looking up until...